Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Loki Deadly. I'm Cameron. I'm Victoria. I'm Sylvia. We are coming to you today remotely in order to keep up our social distancing. We are each recording from home. We have been the last few episodes, so bear with us while we figure out the audio quality and make sure it's snatched just like our faces every single day. Yes, well, yeah. not right now. <laughs> I've let it go. I can't even lie about that. <laughs> I know. I haven't done my skincare in like two weeks. Oh I'm not, the moment this is all over, <laughs> I'm getting my nails done, my hair done, my skin done. Ooh, I might even go get lipo. I haven't showered in about three days. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Have you guys where like after quarantine and it's like a bunch of people just fucking running? That's gonna. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I'll go get lipo with you. <laughs> I want to be in the same room. <laughs> so, uh, what is everybody drinking today, Sylvia? I'm having champagne on an airplane. Just kidding. Uh, just mimosas. <sighs> Victoria, good. I'm having vodka. Vodka. We, we only have like straight drinks here and I try to look up some recipes and I was like, mm, nah, I'm not going to the store. I am I have a whiskey sour in front of me, so I'm not doing shots, but I'm gonna be taking some big drinks. Oh, that it's sounds so good right now. Minus the egg white because that shit is disgusting. That is Whoever gross. does that. Yeah, that's gross. I was like, whiskey sour recipes, and it's like, okay, one egg white, and I was like, um, fuck you. <laughs> Cool. So let's all take a drink and we'll get the story started. All right. So what are we talking about today, Vicky? Okay. So today is my day and I am talking about the Pappin sisters. Who are they? They are sisters. And <laughs> they committed. We are sisters. <laughs> we stand together. And they committed a very violent crime in 1933. So this crime took place in France. Um, the murder was very violent, and it was seen as one of the most violent crimes committed by women at the time. The sisters were Christine and Leah Pepin. Christine was born in March of 1905. And Leah was born September 1911. They grew up in the villages around La Mez, Western France. France has, I don't know French. So if I pronounce some stuff wrong, I'm sorry. As you, oui. I, oui, oui. Voulez-vous <laughs> um, <laughs> coucher avec moi? That's why. Okay. So the sisters grew up in a dysfunctional family. Parents were having issues. Um, apparently the mother was suspected to be cheating and the father was an alcoholic and was also abusive. They actually had a sister by the name of Emilia, but was sent to an orphanage and later was sent to a convict to be a nun. And allegedly the father had been sexually assaulting her. So their sister was sent away because yeah. their father was sexually assaulting her. Yeah. And, like, from the reports that I read, it just seemed like the whole family was all volatile even before Leah was born. It was more of the father saying that the mother was cheating, and then he became alcoholic and abusive. And I guess when the allegations of Amelia came up that he was, you know, sexually assaulting her, instead of 
using that opportunity to say like I'm getting out this situation she kind of blamed it on Amelia from what I read and I was like wait what the the mom yeah wow oh really yeah what a bitch yeah what a bitch (laughs) so some of some of the beginning parts are to me kind of confusing because again i don't you don't know where parts of this is coming from so there are stories where they don't really talk about it and there are stories that just like it's only it just says like amelia was raped and that was it and oh, I, they like the stories don't go into like their background and everything like that. Yeah, so I kind of had to do a little bit more digging. And I guess the sisters too experienced lots of violence and sexual assault within the home as well. The parents later divorced and the sisters apparently didn't take it well. Some reports say that they were sent to an orphanage and then a mental institution. And then other reports say that they Damn. were sent to a mental institution because they didn't take it well. Now, again, I... Like I said, some parts to me are kind of confusing in the beginning. But I think once we get towards the sister story, then it'll kind of it'll kind of make sense. Yeah. So the sisters became closer and they were even inseparable. They didn't want to be separated from each other. Uh, from reports of people who interacted with them, it said that the sisters were kind of weird and gave them a, like a creepy, airy vibe. And the sisters were really kept to themselves. They were really quiet. I guess once they were released from the mental institution, they were able to obtain jobs as maids or let's just say live-in servants. And they worked for several households. They even said that they didn't want to be separated. They wanted to work with each other. So I guess jobs that allowed them to work together, that's the ones they would pick. And then in some stories, they were saying that the mother would pick their jobs. And if it paid more... She would tell them to, they would pretty much quit and then go to the job that paid more. Ooh, just like me. Mm-mm. Don't. <laughs> I'd be like, well, how much more are you going to give me? Okay, I'll put in my notice tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so in 1926, they became living um, servants, maids um, at the Lancelin Mansion. In the mansion lived Renee Lancelin who was a retired lawyer, his wife, Lonnie, and their daughter, Genevieve. They also had another daughter who lived there, but she later married and then lived, moved to live with the husband. The sister's living arrangement was they lived in the attic of the home. Apparently, it was like a small, small attic space, kind of dingy. But the sisters kind of, again, kept to themselves. They worked long hours and barely were given any days off. But again, they didn't really do anything like go out, like go out to the movies or anything. They barely got paid anything. What was there to do in the 1930s? Like go to a vaudeville show? It was right before the Depression. It was right after the First World War. (laughs) I know you haven't got to the good part yet, but it sounds really fucking creepy already. Like they live in the attic, sisters, they're older, they don't do shit. They just like live in the attic and work. Yeah. yeah, if I was going to be working somewhere and they were like, you're going to be staying in the attic, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm putting in my notice. Like, I would not be okay with that. <laughs> but if you gotta, you gotta think so about it. Like, you gotta think about it. Back in the day, they, the maids would live in the home, and they're not gonna have a really nice home unless like they were given to given to well, them. By I the give owner. my maid a full bedroom with her own bathroom. 
Well, now you have to. (laughs) I don't know what they look like, but I picture like two black like maid costumes and like ladies with like low buns in the back. (laughs) Okay, let me see. With dingy ass dresses and no corset. (laughs) I'm going to send you a picture of them right now. Ugh. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> First of all, the one on the left is giving straight up side eye to somebody. Mm-hmm. That's what I said too. I was like, girl, come and look down. I don't know what it is, but I think cameras made people look ten times uglier in the it's, early days. It's the lighting. <laughs> don't look too far off from like what I was picturing, to be honest. To be honest, like from what people like even in some reports, they were saying that Christina, Christine was actually very rude. And when I saw the picture, I was like, yeah, she looked rude. Mm-hmm, that's Christine. Mm-hmm. It looks like that's she like, would square up. So, well, be careful with that. <laughs> Let's continue. So, again, the sisters lived in the attic. They worked long hours and they barely got days off. Uh, the sisters, again, kept to themselves, and the Lenslins uh, liked how they were no trouble because they weren't really going out doing whatever. And to be honest, again, they weren't really getting paid that much to do anything. Um, outsiders reported that the sisters were treated very well. That was not true. Apparently, the sisters were being mis- uh, mistreated and, again, got little, little to no pay. They did not speak with Renee, which is like the husband of Lonnie. And when they would receive their orders for what to do, they would only get it from Lonnie. Apparently, Lonnie was OCD. She was a perfectionist. So she wanted everything how she wanted it, everything cleaned. She even did a white glove test where she would put it on and go around checking to make sure everything got dusted. And Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I was like, oh, hell. I was like, did you even have a good plumbing system back in the day? You really worried about dust? She probably didn't even wipe her ass and she's over there worried about dust. (laughs) I thought, Cameron, you were going to be like, check your ass with that glove. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If the sisters did not do what they were asked and um, didn't do as she wanted them to do it, she became very aggressive. And the sisters were allegedly being physically and verbally abused by Lonnie. Physically? Yeah. So She'd slap the shit out of them if there was dust. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, like, it was okay for a while, and then she started getting worse. And that's when, like, I believe the physical abuse started happening. So uh, the sisters were eventually starting to get tired of the abuse and wanted to stand up to the abuse when it would happen again. So tired of this shit, man. So, like, they've been dealing with it for years. So, if they um, started working there around 1926, in uh, February of 1933, um, after a day of shopping, Lonnie and her daughter, Genevieve, were supposed to meet up with Renee at her brother's place for dinner. Unfortunately, they would never make it. They were not expected to show up at the home until late that evening. And they ended up showing up unexpected. Due to an iron being plugged in and blowing the fuse, they came home to a dark house. Previously, the sisters that day went to pick up the iron from their um, repair shop. 
And since the family weren't expected until late, they decided to just wait to fix the fuse in the morning. And then due to the unexpected return of Lonnie and Genevieve, she became like violently angry at the fact that her house is dark. A fight pretty much broke out and fed up with the abuse and mistreatment, Christine hit Lonnie over the head with a pewter jug. Damn. Then Genevieve then came to help her mom and started to attack Christine. Hearing the commotion, Leah, um, Leah came rushing from the attic and started attacking Lonnie. So they're both technically a girl fight happening in the house. Christine is... It's about to be a... <laughs> girl fight. <laughs> <laughs> so Christy is pretty much fighting with Genevieve and Leah just starts um, fighting with Lonnie. Christine starts directing Leah to start bashing Lonnie's head onto the floor and tear her eyes out. Damn. And Leah did just that. What? So then, yeah, Christine, Christine, while attacking Genevieve, also tore her eyes out from Christina's head, pretty much. So both of them have no eyes at this point, and they're getting beaten up. So then the sisters grab a hammer, a knife, and a pewter, the pewter jug, and continue to attack them uh, by bashing and slicing them until they pretty much stop moving. Did they run to go get that knife? Like, that sounds pretty weird that they had it handy. <laughs> well, maybe. Because they pretty much tore the eyes out from Lonnie and Genevieve. You know, they can't see at this point. So they're they're helpless running around or probably just sitting there just in shock of what just happened. So then they probably ran to go get the stuff and then came back. He continued to attack them by bashing and slicing them to, until they stopped moving. Unfortunately, Lonnie and Genevieve did die from the attack, but it just gets worse after that. I don't know what's up with these people who just mutilate bodies, but Christy and um, Leah lift up the skirts of Lonnie and Genevieve and cut into their butts and thighs. What? I was like, why? Why do that? Makes no sense. Because... They needed to get some ass. Well, it just I don't can't know. get away from the topic. <laughs> just, <No. laughs> and then I guess they also took Lonnie and Genevieve's blood and smeared it on them. Not they didn't smear it on themselves. They smeared it all over the bodies. Oh my Again, God. I don't know why they would do that, but they did. And then after seeing what they done, they cleaned themselves up locked all the doors to the house, went into their room, and just waited. So around this time, time has passed, and Renee Lancelin started becoming worried that the girls had not shown up. So along with Lonnie's brother, they went to the house to see if they were there. And upon arriving, they noticed that all the doors to the house were locked, and the house was dark, except for a little candle, a lit candle, glowing from a from the attic. No one was pretty much answering, so they decided to call the cops. Well, I should say police. Call, call the police to get them in the house. The popo. <laughs> popo ho. The police arrived, they broke into the house, and when they entered the home, they soon discovered the dead, bloody bodies of Lonnie and Genevieve. They were laying on the ground with their skirts still up, no chonies on, 
and they were it was pretty much like what the heck just happened the weapons are by them and the the whole room is bloody and this is when the cops start to get worried that oh my gosh you have maids maybe this has happened to them too so they start looking around the home and they end up at the attic and they find the sisters laying in bed and there's two stories one story is that the they found the sisters laying in bed with nightgowns on and then there's another story that says they found the sisters butt naked in the bed laying next to each other oh hell no i knew it i knew it i I was like what the heck once found the sisters quickly confessed and stated that it was an act of self-defense uh, they explained what happened and the sisters were arrested. So now the women are in the house. Uh, pretty much they were indecent and exposed. And I guess, you know, back in the day, that was not acceptable at all. They can't be taking photos of them all out. So they had to literally put their skirts down in order for them to take the pictures. And I'm going to send you another picture of the crime scene. I love this story, though. I like. Oh my god! <laughs> it's that just is nasty. so weird. Oh my god! Yeah. Now, when I was like, I've already heard this story before, and I thought it was crazy. But then, the more I did some more research, I was like, "Wow, these crazy bitches!" I was like, "Dang, why don't you guys just leave?" My favorite part is that they like. They were like, all right, girl, let's go upstairs. And then they're like, what do we do now? Like, I don't know. Just lay there. Let's get naked. Put your clothes off. I don't know. This is one of the things that I was truly saying to myself. I believe the people who thought you guys were weird. Okay? Something off about y'all. And it shows. But people were saying, oh, yeah, they were found in the bed naked. And then others were saying that they uh, were clothed. But then this is the part that kind of makes me think that they were found naked in the bed. So when the sisters were arrested and placed in jail, the sisters uh, ended up getting separated. And that caused issues to the point that Christine attempted to even tear out her own eyes. Oh, my God. Why are you so... And I'm just like, what was going on? mentally that you literally couldn't be separated from her and then mind you christine is older than leah you would think leah would have the issues but it's christy who had the issues and yeah and eventually they let the sisters see each other from how they were talking and the stuff that they were pretty much their discussion it was insinuated that the sisters were in a sexual relationship no, mm. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. It just sounded so weird. Ugh. So combine the fact that they were, air quotes, found naked in the bed together, then you are so stressed out that you are separated from your sister that you attempted to tear your own eyes out to now people hearing your guys' conversation and now assuming that you guys have a sexual relationship. I think you guys were automatically in my head i'm like i know you guys were fucking around with each other that's incest that's nasty yeah that's wrong yeah i can't stop staring at this picture it's like pretty good quality 
one of the I'll ladies be- like heads is like smashed and it's like bursted open. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> when I saw that picture, I didn't believe it was. It was the actual picture, but that's the picture that was floating around. I was like, wow. They eventually, uh, again, let the sisters talk, and they started insinuating that they were in a sexual relationship. Also, they- Who started insinuating? Like, the people, like, probably the police, and the people involved with the investigation. And also, they determined that Christy, Christy was, like, the dominant sister, and then Leah just followed her, which, again, would make sense, because Christy was older, so they went. They did. They did this murder and whatnot. They were caught, and I assume they were thrown in jail like that night or the next day. So did they go to trial or anything like that? Yeah. So they were tested for any psychological issues, and if they were mm-hmm. competent to be held accountable for what they did, and they concluded that they were. So the sisters were soon sent to trial, and both were found guilty. However, they were... How, do you know how long the trial lasted? Um, all I know is it didn't take that long to convict them. I think it took like 30, 40 minutes to say oh, wow. they're guilty. However, they were sentenced differently, and the court gave Leah 10 years of hard labor because they believed that she was influenced by Christy um, mm-hmm. to, to make those type of decisions. And Christy uh, received a death sentence but they later to a life sentence. Christy became deeply depressed due to the separation from her sister and began showing really bad mental signs of madness. Like she was going crazy. So she was sent to a mental institution and died four years after being sentenced from wasting away. I was like, wow, that relationship must have been really deep. But then I'm like, was it really deep with just her though? Because Leah only served eight sentence—I mean, eight years out of her ten years—and um, moved in with her mother, and she went under underneath a new identity, and then died in 1982. Dang! Damn, that was recent. Mm-hmm. That bitch survived for a while. Yeah. I was like, okay, so I'm thinking now that the decision of them saying that Christy was the dominant one was probably right only because like, it didn't seem like Leah cared after that, after she served her sentence, she pretty much moved on with her life. But Christy, apparently like four years later, you went that crazy and wasted away. It's sad to say this, but it's sad, but I don't really feel that remorseful only because now there's two, two dead women over, I don't know. I maybe the abuse was worse in the home. I still don't think that should have resulted that way. You probably should have just gotten a better job. I don't know. I mean, I, I could see like them getting into a fight and then accidentally killing them, but like this was very like vengeful. Like they were like, Yeah, let's fucking cut up their thighs and shit and do some crazy shit. Like so I don't know. Honestly, if somebody hit me in the head, I would do the same thing. Cut their, <laughs> cut their thighs from their... How did they do it? Yes. Cut into their butt and thighs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, that's so don't fucking hit me, bitch. I'm still gonna hit you if you say some stupid shit. And that's on what? That's on period. <laughs> that's on period. 
So what did you guys think about that story? I thought it was a good story. I thought it was interesting and the sisters were crazy as shit. But I mean that's just the links that people go through for their families. I'm just kidding. But I mean, it seemed like a very cut and dry thing that there was like no other suspects. They didn't even try and play it off like they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was it was just very like cut and dry. Like you did it. You slept naked in the bed with your sister. You killed these two women. You probably ate her ass, and that's that. Yeah, I guess too. When you're talking, <laughs> you're so yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the last thing he said? Yeah, it took me a minute. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wow, that was a quick yeah, Vicky. Like, <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, she did. I just feel like if you were really, maybe she was crazy, because I've known some OCD people who literally, like, if it's not done this way, they literally get, like, crazy upset. So maybe she was abusive, and her maybe her husband wasn't there to like check her real quick so she had the whole she could do whatever she wanted so and I think it also goes back to like what did they have to deal with when they were children to now to when that happened because if they were dealing with like physical if they were dealing with abuse in their home as youngins and then they moved into a mental institution I wonder what was going on because I, I doubt it was like just the divorce that set them off. Yeah, it just seems to me like they wanted to get caught. You know, mm-hmm. they because they didn't do anything to hide it. They were still in the house. They uh, were upstairs and whatever. It just it just seems like they just wanted to be caught, which seems kind of counterintuitive because they would want to stay together like i'm sure they didn't even think of the fact that they possibly could be separated if they went to prison which they were mm-hmm. unless they weren't really thinking like it was just a yeah. rage and then that mm-hmm. just happened that those from those pictures though it seems like a lot more calculated than what they were saying because you don't just cut up a body like that out of nowhere you know yeah at first they were saying that they did it because the, oh for self-defense and I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. You don't. That ain't self defense. You don't do all that for self defense. You bashing on the head like maybe once or twice, and then running out the home is self defense. Not bashing, slicing like their faces um, were so messed up that police can't even recognize them at first. And I'm just like, wow, that was that was a lot of rage put into put into those two women, and it's sad. Yeah, that was a crazy story, and I'm glad you guys liked it. It reminds me of, have you guys seen um, Crimson Peak, that movie by Guillermo del Toro? Uh, no, Silvia, we did not see it by Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> so no, I haven't seen it. It's about a brother and sister who, when they were younger, one of them killed the mom or something, and then basically kind of like the same thing. They grow up, and they're inseparable, and they're together and it's really creepy and they just like try to kill more people it just reminded me of that <laughs> Guillermo del Toro <laughs> that's all you got from that <laughs> <laughs> how to properly all of a sudden change and I'm like what the fuck 
Lost our accent all of a sudden sticking out. Well, because I can't. It, it sounds weird if I try to say it like with an American accent, knowing damn well, like I know how to say Guillermo it. del Toro. <laughs> I like it because it reminds me of the movie. I really like that director. And it just seems like very stereotypical. Like, it seems like a movie. Like, it doesn't even seem like it happened in real life. It sounds like you're reading a script. I know. A lot of people didn't believe they couldn't fathom the fact that this had happened. I mean, you know, like, back in the day, they didn't really think women did crimes like this. And I'm just like, no, women are capable of doing some crazy stuff, too. You all heard it here first. Victoria's capable of murder. No! No! <laughs> no! You don't think I could do it? No. I was being Only- sarcastic. I think um, Sylvia would just be like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And then she's gonna text us, and we're gonna be like, yeah! And then she'd be like, you know what? No. You know what? Next time. Next time. You guys come. I'm like, you know who no. my friends are? They'll kill you. <laughs> and I'll be like, I won't follow, follow myself. <laughs> I won't follow you from all socials and pretend you don't exist. I ain't trying to get caught. <laughs> unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. <laughs> yeah, I guess there was a book made about them and even a movie called Murderous Maids. Then Damn, I- did you watch it for research? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Wow. Just kidding. I was like, oh, this was filmed in 2000? And I was like, oh, no. I'm so used to the quality now. Maybe if they... <laughs> what is that thing called when, like, Disney does it? Remastered it? No mames. No mames. When it's, like, remastered, the movie? Yeah. Then maybe. But it almost seems like that movie, la, uh, less... How do you say it? It's like a... La Orchata. No, not La Orchata, bitch. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> It's a French movie. It's like played in a lot of Broadway shows. Les Mis. Rob. What were you going to say, Sylvia? I'm not listening to camera. She yeah. said Les Mis, but it's Les Mis Rob, bitch. Yeah, well, I shortened it. Oh, that's really what it is? I thought you were just trying Yes, to- bitch. I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Never done study. How are you guys doing during this quarantine time? You know, just laying back honestly i have no idea what to do anymore i want it to be over but i want it to be over when it's the right time i guess ross was supposed okay i miss going to ross marshall's and stuff and someone posted that uh, ross might be opening and as much as i love going to ross i am not going to go during this time i don't need any i'm home i don't need any new clothes i may need some stuff but I don't need new clothes right now because I need to see what size I am after this whole thing because I've been snacking, I've been lounging, and the only exercise I've been getting is literally doing laundry, and that's it. Just can't wait for things to reopen, but as long as it's at the right time, I'm cool. Yeah, same here. So next week, I'm going to be talking about Mexican ghost stories because they're super creepy and we all love it. So if you like us, follow us on our socials at LKD Podcast. Bye. Oh, we should have a theme song at the end. We do. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs>